Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. This is our Catholic art and media series. And today I am um, hanging out with my friend, Will Hickel. This is like such a pleasure to have him here. Um, He is a man of many things. He's a producer, he's a recording artist, and he also owns um, a Catholic recording label that is amazing. And um, it is really trying to be an avenue of truth, beauty, and goodness. So really helping us to draw closer to the Lord in good music and great quality content. So I'm really excited to have him here and uh, to just talk about his particular gift and talent of many, um, which is just creating beautiful, good music. So, Will, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And okay, so I would love for everyone to hear all about who you are. This can be brief. Like, you can be like, my favorite food is this. My family is names this, and then I live here. Or it can be super detailed, professional LinkedIn resume, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I'd love for everyone to just know a little bit about you. Would you mind sharing about yourself? Yeah, all right. Um, I'll try to find a happy medium. Uh, Yeah, my name is Will Hickel. I live in the Dallas, Texas area with my wife, Rebecca, and my son, Simeon, and we're expecting a little girl in October. Really exciting. I have been doing music for over a decade, going way back. You know, I was in like, I did orchestra, played the violin, was in choir, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't really until college that um, I started playing the piano and and leading worship. And then kind of from there, felt a calling to start a band, gather together some talented friends. We recorded a record 10 years ago. I graduated with a business degree, but I also am a very creative person. So like I have a good left brain, right brain split. And so I started doing all the things that creatives didn't want to do, like contracts and spreadsheets and like (laughs) administrative things. And so um, I was just really passionate about doing all those things that that are kind of necessary for the music industry Hmm. uh, for other people and and just serving in that way. And thus was born the record label. Um, So I've been doing that for, for officially like you know, five years, but kind of all in all about 10. So, uh, and that's just been a huge gift to see artists dreams come true in the sense of not, not like becoming Taylor Swift. There's no way I could ever do that for somebody, but, but for them to say, Hey, I've got this voice memo with this song and taking that and going through the process of getting it to Spotify so that they can share it with the world. Mm. Uh, that is what brings me a lot of life and a lot of joy. That's just kind of one of the many things we do. I love that. One of the many. You are not wrong because you are a busy dude. Um, so, Will, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to cut straight to it. When people hear Catholic music, what is the first thought? Probably something chanty, something yeah. kind of lame, uh, mm-hmm. maybe something just very dated. And it just doesn't like people just don't think, oh, yes, like this is going to this is going to draw my heart closer to things that are true, beautiful and good. And yeah. current, right? Um, because there's just not a lot of like good quality new things that are coming out that are easily accessible, right? And there's not like a huge place where you can find all of those things at once. So at first, I would love to hear like what inspired you to want to dive into something as like, I mean, because the field of music is huge, very mm-hmm. occupied. So, like, what kind of inspired you to want to create? Because to me, it can seem kind of intimidating, especially when there's already, like, a preconceived notion about what 
Christian affiliated music is. Um, and so like yeah. what kind of inspires you and keeps you going? Yeah. Well, so your first question, I think when people hear Catholic music, because sadly a lot of churches, if you go to most liturgies, um, most liturgies seem to be kind of stuck in a certain era. Mm. Um, and so I think there's that association of, oh, Catholic music. So, and I want to, I don't want to call out any hymnals or any specific hymns, but you know what I mean? Like there are things that, that people associate with it and they might think, yeah, decades ago. Yeah. You know, especially with kind of just the modern creator economy in general with social media, et cetera. Um, there, there are a lot of people that are easily accessing tools on their computer, on their phone to just sketch out some music or make music, record things. But also there's the access to the tools to make it and then access to the tools to consume it, mm -hmm. right? Like Spotify and, and, you know, you used to have to buy CDs and like plug them in, put them in and listen. Now it's like, just pay 10 bucks a month on Spotify and you have access to billions of songs. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think what's happened there is that it's created, um, you know, almost this boom in creativity because, oh, I can now do it. It's easy for me to do it. It's easy for me to share it. And, and this kind of analysis didn't really occur to me until like a few years ago. But I think going back to a decade ago, um, I just saw friends. I have, I have friends. Uh, <laughs> that's that really good to are, hear. I'm glad. I was I like, oh, oh man, yeah, gosh. That, yeah. That's why I'm laughing because I'm like, I have friends. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Why did I stop there? Why did I? <laughs> uh, in case anyone didn't know, no, um, no. So I have a lot of friends, and I'm, and I know you do too. That are, ex and probably all you listeners have friends. You can think of at least five people that are extraordinarily gifted and creative. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, I really don't know where it came from as a kid or or whatever. But I've just always wanted to see people thrive, and I've always wanted to see people um, just achieve their goals because we set out for, to achieve a goal and we did it. And just kind of that high of like, man, like we just accomplished something. We should help other people. That's just mm. it kind of just started burning in me. And so what keeps me going is kind of that same high of like, um, you know, of seeing people, like I said earlier, seeing people's goals come to life, their dreams come true, um, their, you know, their art. And, and you know, I, I just perceive like when I see or listen to a song, you know, I, I just kind of have this experience every single time when someone's sharing something where it's that window into their heart and soul. And and we all actually, that happens with all of us. That's why we're drawn to it. So whether or not, whenever, if you're like, oh, do I do that? Like, like, will, you know, do I, when I'm listening to something, do I see that? It's like, maybe you're not thinking to yourself, ah, right now I am perceiving this mm. thing, but it's, it's resonating with you, which is what draws you back, which is why you listen to something on repeat, which is why you want to go to the concert and experience it, you know, tangibly. And so that, that whole kind of experience of art, uh, the tangibility, whether it's in person or, you know, via recording, it's something that is just such a gift to the human experience. And so there's the gift for the people or the church, you know, at large that I'm like with the label, I'm like, oh, we can give this to the church, whether it's a secular song, a liturgical song, a worship song, whatever. Um, but also for the artists themselves, for us as artists being co-creators with God and participating in like this, you know, incredibly amazing like i would almost say euphoric gift of art music and and just any form of art really but obviously we're talking music 
that us as artists and creators, you know, um, we can experience and kind of touch heaven in that sense and like touch the hand of God who's co-creating with us and who's inspiring us with a specific song or a word or an image or something. Yeah. To be able to journey with an artist and pour into them and, and kind of help them channel that because, you know, one of the things that, that made me want to start this as well as what, you know, the, the motivation to keep going is that I saw all these talented friends of mine, I may have already said this, that had these gifts, but didn't know what to do with them. Ah, <laughs> they didn't know, they didn't know where to go. They didn't know how to get started. They didn't know um, what the process was. And like I, like I mentioned earlier, the kind of like um, more left brainy stuff where it, it's like the spreadsheets and the contracts and the organization, like that, that sometimes doesn't come natural to extremely artistic people. Mm. And so for me, um, being able to serve in that capacity, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a gift to get to serve two kind of, I guess, avenues at once. One being the the individual artist and, and their heart and their journey and giving them an opportunity to be able to articulate what's going on with them and, and to be able to take these divinely inspired things and kind of you know, I hate using, well, I don't hate using the word, but, but using the word like packaging it sure. and like putting it on the shelf. Right. Um, it's, it's obviously not about the consumerist aspect, right. It's about Jesus and about, you know, the art itself, but, but it is important to use tools and use the things, you know, properly to get it out there for the world to share. Right. We mm. can't hide our lamps under a bushel basket. Right. And so I'm helping people lift the, the basket and get the lamp out there. So there's that person that I get to serve individually. And then there's again, the church and, and the people who are longing for wholesome music or beautiful liturgical music or inspired mm. praise and worship. Um, you know, all of every single one of us, we want to, we want to listen to something that is going to draw us closer to, to Jesus or, or entertain us or, you know, give us a good time. Or I'm driving to the beach and I want to like rock out to something like awesome. You know, sadly in our culture today, there's just a lot of music that is not wholesome. That's not about, you know, beautiful things or not about like, I guess, pure things, right? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of sex and drugs and all those things. So, um, so to, to be able to give the church an option that is, you know, is Catholic in the sense of like universal, right? Like <laughs> not just going back to your first question of like, oh, what do you think of when Catholic music? Like Novum Records mission is to redefine and reclaim, you know, uh, Sorry if this uh, if this stirs anything for anybody, but I I joke that that Novum Records wants to make Catholic music great again, like <laughs> you know. So so um, because it was once we know yeah. this, we know that the Renaissance was was you know just a big boom of of beautiful art, um, and so this this new Catholic Renaissance is here, and we're just trying to be a vehicle and a vessel for that, um, and and just kind of be that conduit that that hopefully you know. God willing, right? Like that we can get out of the way and let God do his thing through us, right? Yeah, it had its era. And it's nice to like be able to to come to revisit that and know that it still exists. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, a very long rant, but. Hey, not a, not a rant at all. We're just friends talking over a recorded audio, no problem. Um, when you were speaking of like, hey, you know, sometimes you might want to just rock out or you might want to just listen to something that's more fun and maybe not as morally objectionable. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I was specifically thinking of Flynn, which we are fans of, um, and they are super bopping music and uh, just like an awesome couple that make like music that if you heard it on the radio, you would just have no idea that they are just like two people that met while doing net and they're just like super chill and love God and et cetera. And you're just like, because it's so good. And I just am wondering when people, because you hear all the time, and I love to ask my friends that do music this, but you hear all the time people would be like, oh, you just, I get what you're saying, Will. Like if I want to specifically go pray, or if I want to be in like a very serene headspace, I'll listen to your music. But if I just wanted to like put music on in the background at a party or be in the car on my way to the beach and just like vibe, I don't I don't really think that there's music for that. If I'm like putting your stuff up to a candle by like next to like the Nicki Minaj Barbie soundtrack versus what you're trying to offer me, like I don't really think there's much of a comparison there. So then like what is good music? Because when you're talking about that people have a desire for things that are wholesome and good, but also fun, you know, is there an actual but there? And can we actually achieve, you know, having good music um, that is still fun and relevant and in the mix? What do you think? Well, I mean, I I definitely think that that is a possibility, especially Mm. with, you know, Flynn, one of our artists um, who, if if you know who the Chainsmokers are, that the secular band, that's kind of who they're inspired by. Mm. And it's just very cool, high energy pop. You know, Meg's voice is just—it's insane. She's basically Adele. Yeah. Um. So, and Blake's ability, his ear for production—that that is like the sound of today—is just next level. And so, yeah, no, it's definitely possible. I mean, and that's the beautiful thing about, um, about the I guess the era of YouTube and and things where this connectivity that we can experience allows young people to to seek and figure out how to use computer software to generate, you know, cool modern music and how Mm. to like learn the guitar through like, you know, hours and hours of YouTube. Um, And so the possibility is there. I just don't think, you know, people know that it's possible Mm. or they, they, they don't think like, well, you know, if, if, if I want to stay true to my faith, but I want to like go try to do what Justin Bieber does. I guess there, maybe there's not a way to do that, or maybe, maybe that's impossible. And I don't know, I, I, it's going to come off cheesy. All things are possible through Christ. Right. But, but it's, there's so much truth in that. And that's kind of like, I guess a pseudo mantra of ours is like, Hey, like, you know, the music will, will do what the music will do. You know, as long as we are pursuing our faith, anything's possible. Right. So there it is straight from the guy's mouth. One thing that I appreciate about you, not to like spend this whole rest of this episode gassing you up, oh my God. but <laughs> one thing that I appreciate about you is that you are just one of the most like honest people I've ever met. Very honest and just very determined. And when you believe in something, it's like a full send into whatever yeah. that thing is. And you know, you're awesome. Like your wife is awesome. Your babies are awesome. I'm sure this new baby is going to be dope. (laughs) And it's just like, you just have, you guys as a collective have such a way of moving in a direction of like understanding the culture that we're in and appreciating parts of it while also offering 
and serving people with something more. And I think that's a beautiful gift to be able to parse through all the kind of gross stuff and say like, here are things that are better. And it's the way that like you and your wife and, you know, your baby like love people and the way that you operate and your business ethic and et cetera. And I think it's cool to be able to be, to be able to offer that to people. And I think, um, especially when we're talking about th- something like music, I think specifically of like my Spotify wrapped and the part where it says how many hours of Spotify have you listened to mm-hmm. in this year? And it's like, for mine, it's like 15,000 hours, like something <laughs> crazy. And it, yeah. and it's almost like when I look at that, I'm like, did I even sleep? You know, like, did I, what was I, how many times was I like listening to music? And you start to realize how much time you spend in taking things Mm-hmm. And then how much of that time is spent in taking things that are actually helping you yeah. um, and in a passive way too, right? Like our whole life shouldn't be that of like constant self, self-improvement, self but, you know, how can we help ourselves grow in relationship with God? So it's so great that you made this your mission to do this. And I have a question for you that I didn't ask you before, but it's, you know, not a fair question to ask you who your favorite artist that you've ever worked with is because that is completely unfair. So I'll ask you, if you were to be like, okay, I'm feeling kind of chill. I really want to like settle down and I want to listen to blank song. I'm going to vibe and I'm just going to chill. What would that song be? And then if you're like, okay, we're making dinner. We're having a dance party in the kitchen. We're chilling out. We're having fun. What would that song be? What would your two songs be? The songs of the artists. Ooh, hit me with both or if they're different you can hit me with the difference flynn and flynn i'm just kidding <laughs> I, uh, I mean we do play a lot of flynn in the house because yeah. it is fun but um okay um i i need to like pull up my spotify right now because i i can't like just off the top of my head be like oh yeah this is what i listened to recently but let's see there's a couple of artists that i've been like kind of just jamming to so um one of them is called sg lewis mm-hmm. he's a he's a producer in london um and I actually got to meet him after one of his Whoa, concerts. Whoa, that's pretty, pretty dope. Cool. His song Holding On is like one of my favorites. And then there's another kind of like house kind of techno-y uh, group. Their brother and sister called Lastlings. So they just came out with a new record. I'm going to go see them in September. Super stoked. So yeah, I mean, those two are, are kind of on rotation right now. I really love The Weeknd. Um, you know, he's a heavy rotation, but I also kind of steep into like the Black Keys or like um, Greta Van Fleet. So I'm kind of all over the place. It'll be like modern pop, rap, you know, rock and roll, um, praise and worship, all the things. So I don't know. I know that wasn't like extremely specific, but no, it definitely was. We got a feel. Yeah. But if I could kind of go back a couple beats, like, first of all, thank you for your affirmations. Um, a lot of that you know, me and me and Rebecca, like we we've definitely been passionate about building a good culture of community and of mm-hmm. of pouring into others and hospitality and 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 everything. And so, um, I I think one of the things that's extremely important, um, and one of the things that we do every year, and um, you know, a big tenant of the label is community, is pouring into each other, is trying to build a community and not be enter into the competitiveness of the music industry um, or even just the Catholic world, right? Like, you know, Catholic music gigs, Catholic speaking gigs, et cetera. Like, uh, uh, sadly, there's like kind of a lining of competitiveness there, but we're really just trying to like break that down, be authentic, really just champion one another. Um and just build the kingdom. I love that. You know, something I just, I thought of is like, on the last episode you just had with Tanner, one of the things he said was, 
um, trying to be like a little kernel of truth that he can like slip in social media to get people to maybe pray or or whatnot. And so it's the same with us. Like if someone's listening to a lyric of a Flynn song, um, that's like making them question or or bringing them because like their their latest record is all about like mental health and mm. therapy, et cetera, and just being real and letting yourself feel things. And so like if we can like break through, you know, the the really sad reality of a lot of depression and comparison, all these things to to people and say, hey, if you don't feel like doing something like they have a song, I don't want to talk. It's like if you don't feel like talking to someone right now, because what like, OK, that's OK. Mm. And you're not you're not the only one who feels that, you know. Um, and so things like that, I just think are, are ways that we can evangelize or at least be that first step of like, hey, you know, if I see someone and then I'm perceiving they're not doing well. Like, I'm not going to go up to them and be like, Hey, you want to sing a praise and worship song with me right now? <laughs> like maybe, yeah. but like, I might just say like, what's going on? How are you doing? Oh, I can relate to that. And so that kind of first step of evangelization through our music, that's not, not just the praise and worship where we are trying to beautifully draw us into prayer. Um, I, I don't know. That's another rant, but that's a huge part of like, I guess our postulate is like, we can, you know, Flynn and our other artists that aren't just praise and worship, they can go play at a house of blues they can go play at bars and like, just smile at people. And that, that is like what God's calling us to do to like, just spread his love and spread the gospel. So. Amen, dude, you rock. And <laughs> I would love for people to, you know, to hear where can we find more of what you're doing and what would you recommend to people if they're like, hey, I'm trying to foray my world and I'm trying to get more into just the mix of just like maybe some better music. What direction would you point people in? Yeah, novumrecords.com. We've got all the things there, but on social media, we're mostly on Instagram, just novum underscore records, N-O-V-U-M. Yeah, you'll find all of our artists there. I won't go into them. And then I myself, I am at Will Hickel, all one word. My last name does not have an E, H-I-C-K-L. Yeah, there's plenty to do. And hey, if you're a musician and you're listening, or if you know somebody, novumrecords.com slash demo, submit demos. I genuinely listen to every single thing that comes in my inbox from there, and I give feedback. So um, happy to connect with anyone and everyone to just continue to build the kingdom. Perfect, dude. We'll make sure to put that in our show notes. And again, I'm so grateful that you took time out of your day. I know that you have a pretty packed schedule. And um, we hope that this uh, this word of, you know, good music really reaches people. And um, hopefully you feel inspired if you just like want to crank up something that's a little bit more bopping, but also just a little less, uh, you know, soul sad, then uh, <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. So yeah. And one last plug, I'll give this to you guys for the show notes. Uh, we have a, a Spotify playlist called Novum Records Releases. It gets updated every time we put something out. So it's got like eight hours worth of great Catholic music. Perfect. We'll do that. Awesome. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening and thank you to Will for being our guest. Make sure to check out Nova Music. We put all of the links in our show notes so y'all can check that out. I hope that y'all love this episode. I love recording it and I'm really excited about our Catholic media and art series as well as our Compassion in Action Catholic Social Teaching series. So make sure to check that out in the next couple weeks. We'll be on episode three. I am so excited um, for this year. I think it's going to be great. Please pray for me. I'll be praying for you. Talk soon.